Hi, welcome back, Attorney Steve Vondran. Welcome to another exciting episode of Vondran Legal Hour. All right, so we're talking in this podcast about these Higby cases, photo infringement, Higby and Associates, the Santa Ana firm. Now, and the title of this is One Way to Get Out of a Photo Infringement Claim. And I'm just going to go, just looking at their own letter. This is, I'm looking at a copy of a letter that they send. And this is pretty typical. We've seen these letters. We've seen them change a little bit over time. But something that is important in the letter is the following. Also, if you are a non-commercial entity or if you do not conduct business in the United States, please let us know as you are probably receiving this letter in error. In general, we define commercial entities as any individual or entity that derives or attempts to derive revenue through selling advertising, promoting or selling goods or services, or soliciting donations, okay? Um, If you are one of those, perhaps you have received this letter in error. Perhaps you will not be liable. So if you're out of the country, that's something you're going to want to bring up. Maybe you're out in, in, in England or UK, a lot of stuff out there. And bring this to their attention. It may be a way to get your case settled, perhaps with without paying a monetary fee. But more importantly, the commercial. We get a lot of cases will be people saying, well, we're, we're not commercial. We're not commercial. And then we'll look at their website and there'll be a, a Patreon. Maybe there's something on there, you know, donate to Patreon. And so they're picking this up in their definition. Or sometimes you're monetizing or selling ads on your site. Uh, you know, passively, or you're not making, let's say you're not making a ton of money on it, but but that's how they're going to be looking at this. If you're non-commercial, this is the definition that they're working with. So this looks to me to be a definition that they have designed, but one which is important to know and at appropriate times to raise the argument. One more time, in general, they define commercial entities as any individual or entity that derives or attempts to derive revenue through selling advertising, promoting or selling goods or services, or soliciting donations. If you do those, then you're commercial, and then they think using their photos uh, subjects them to be able to seek penalties. Now, the last two things I just want to point out, because it comes up in a lot of cases, is making sure they have the rights to the photos, okay? Because a lot of times you'll see... Um, different entities claiming rights. It could be pick rights or it could be uh, agency front say, press say. Okay, so knowing who has the rights and then also asking the question is this, was this photo used in a fair use? Do they have all the rights to the photo or, uh, or are you possibly using this in fair use? Now, I have videos out there. I'm not going to go over fair use right now. Hopefully, you've been listening to enough of my videos and podcasts You at attorneystevevideos.com. Go check them out, attorneystevevideos.com, where you can get a lot of tips that I have from fair use. But you always want to ask the question because I don't think it's a question that is looked at hard enough or objectively enough. So take a look. If you're using the pictures to tell your story or you're transforming your pictures or commenting, criticizing on the pictures, things like that, there might be a fair use defense that's worth taking a look at. And also, final tip, you'll see oftentimes get a copyright registration, and you may see something that says group registration. 
Okay, and you don't know all the pictures in the group. So you may say, well, do you have a sample? Can I get a sample so I know that this is actually a copyright registered photo? I don't want to be paying you and then somebody else comes and tells me it's their photo six months later. And so, um, but that requires giving a sample. Now, a good artist, good photographer will keep a sample of all the photos, uh, photos they've registered in a folder. And you say, well, here's my, here's my uh, trip up to, uh, you know, to the uh, Mount Everest, Mount Everest photos that I registered on this date and so forth and so on. Nowadays, you have to have a registration to file a lawsuit. So if there's no registration, frankly, the settlements should be going down because we're really not going to file these in court. Okay, so that's one thing you want to look at. Um, if you want to try to get a sample, you know, there's expedited samples, you know, but it can take you, you know, hundreds of dollars, maybe as much as up to $500 to get a sample of, of the registration of the group photo that's supposedly registered. And you may want to just put that toward a settlement and take your chances. So I'm just saying... These are some things to look at. Those are my tips when dealing with Higby letters. And we do offer a $225 one half hour consultation. Tell you what we know, we'll review, maybe help you come up with some of your best arguments or take a look at maybe what a settlement factor ought to look like, okay? So that is my tip of the day. This is general legal information only and not legal advice. We're licensed to practice law in California and Arizona. If you received a Higby letter from Santa Ana, the Santa Ana Company, one of my favorite cities, Santa Ana, I literally used to work right right across the street there in Tustin. So uh, at any rate, you know where to find us on the web at attorneysteve.com. That's attorneysteve.com. Photo infringement, copyright infringement, DMCA takedowns, YouTube law, you name it. And we've got a tech company here to help you get through your online internet issues. Okay? Got to run. Got a busy day. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. And we'll be looking forward to taking you through the holidays with some more great videos and more great podcasts. Bye now.